he just was. Even when he sung the national anthem, I mean, it was Marvin Gaye. You know, it was just unique, it was special. Can you see not a better way to start off a show about DC sports than with the voice of one of DC's greatest, Marvin Gaye. Number one all-time Star Spangled Banner, I think, for, for most of us. So you think he just came up with the greatest? I do. I think, I think that's the 1983 NBA All-Star game. It's the, I think it's the only one that beats Whitney. Whitney's a close second. Close, close second, but got to give it to Marvin. He's gotta a DC boy. Marvin. He's DC Hall of Fame. This is the Audible. We appreciate all of you being here tonight. It's not Tuesday, but it feels like Tuesday for us. For about a year and a half, we've been getting together in my basement, in my backyard for tea. Nah. A little bit of backyard Don't action. Don't be weird right off the bat. It feels like Tuesday because we're talking sports, we're talking DC sports, and we live in the greatest DC. We live in the yes. greatest era of DC sports. Sure was this too. week, brother. On behalf of Kevin Rickup. Nice to be here. Tim Strachan. It's great to be here. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this is The Audible. Our goal tonight is to bring a little bit of that Tuesday night basement feeling that we, we've been developing over time. 
to you. If you listen to the show, you know that we put our show to music. Um, all those other nights, we have a, an iPad or an iPod or whatever, a flip phone. I think we had a flip phone at one point. My dad gave it to me. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Thanks, we thought Dad. it would be really cool to invite the Deceivers, DC's number one cover band, to join us this evening. How about welcome yeah. to the Deceivers? Thank you, boys. Thank you very much. It's nothing better than talking sports. A little bit of with a little good bit. Of let's music. get it on. Yeah. Here we go, Caps. I guess. <laughs> I think it's important that at the top of the show we say some thank yous. Absolutely. I think if we talk about the fact that. We get together every Tuesday night and talk DC sports. There's three people in particular uh, who deserve a lot of appreciation. Of course, I'm talking about Barry Trotz, Dusty Baker. And, <laughs> no, that's, I'm just kidding. St. Megan. Aaron. Aaron, that's right. And Leslie. Uh, there's no audible without the uh, three greatest wives and moms in the world. Thank you guys for letting us yeah. be so studious on Tuesday evenings and get down to business quite the hard. fashion you've allowed. Yeah, the sweat, tears, and a lot of tears. All of it. This is a First Amendment sports production. You'll be able to find us at firstamendmentsports.com. You'll be able to listen to this on iTunes and SoundCloud all for free. For now. As long as Tim Strachan doesn't have anything to say about it. Hey, hey, why don't put it on me now? We have invited our entire legal department to be here. Tim Strachan of the law firm Strachan and Strachan. Damn, boy, you look good. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to give it the, uh, I wanted to give it the war room look. Yeah. You know, kind of like we're, you know, we're getting into it. So you can rip Sweating that. It out. You can rip that tie and shirt no, off. No with a, with a, with no, a, hold no on, there's a Reuben Foster jersey underneath there, isn't it? Just there in case. It might be. All right. And I'll reveal that later. We're here tonight to talk about a number of things. We talk about all D.C. teams every Tuesday. The uh, Caps are in the playoffs. We will not let that Woo. go uh, without notice. We will be ready to strike up the band at a moment's notice if and when the goodness happens, and it will happen. Yes, it will. We're here to talk about the NFL draft. Uh, we will be covering up to and including the Redskins pick. And you will be hearing awesome music from the Deceivers from now until the end of the night. I hope that you all took tomorrow off. I know I did. Feels that, that, that'll make tomorrow feel like a Wednesday. So it's all, it kind of flows. A normal one day for you, yeah. Yes. Just a normal Wednesday. Well, every day this week, boys, has felt like a Tuesday. Uh, I just got to start off and say it's been a real exciting week for us. Thank all of you guys for your listens. Thank you, all of you guys for being here. But uh, a part of our family, a part of the uh, FirstAmendmentSports.com family and our relatives, I want to say thank you. The most important thing that happened this week was two of the greatest D.C. sports fans and family members, John Tier and Ricky Hahn, beasted out for our family and our extended friends. That was incredible. We had uh, this live show tonight, which has been amazing. We had Dan Helley, Fred Smoot, got coverage by the Washington Post. And man, we had Fat Rob Kelly on this week. I mean, boys, when we started, when we first started, we had to get Fat Jerry from your block, man. Yeah, we did. Fat Jerry <laughs> didn't know guess. nothing about hey, sports. No, no offense to Fat Jerry. He no, he didn't know whiskey. nothing about sports, though. Good but, guy. And he sure was chunky. That was a fact. You could drink some whiskey, though, I'll tell yeah, you that. Man. Yeah, we've been on a good run for the couple, past couple of weeks. We do want to thank everybody for giving us the listens, giving us the support, and uh, you know, keep, keep staying behind us while we uh, keep this up. We're having a lot of fun with it, and we're going to have a lot of fun here tonight. We're going to get it started, 
and you're going to hear us go back and forth with music. We try to we try to tie the music to the sports sentiment. I thought I thought we got to lead off with Redskins. We got to lead off with the draft. Um, you know, Bruce Allen. I, I hope he's not yellow. I hope he has a little bit of guts. I hope he has the ability to stand on a table and, and believe in a guy and draft him. He can convince his own ass of anything. You know that's I, right. We're not. We're not going to talk about McLovin just quite yet, you know, because this is Bruce Allen's show, and we, we can deal with the shenanigans and douchebaggery that has occurred on a regular basis at, at Ashburn. It's always hanging there. It's always out there. You always think that, how are they going to F this up? I mean, how many of you th- feel at some point, a little piece of you, that they're going to screw it up? Just a little bit. Are right? we getting negative hand I raises mean, to start the show? No, not to start right. the show. Can't go the negative fear right you away. Have, though, when, 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 when get, you've seen get, what's happened over the last three months, just. I know, but some people have the point of perspective of, I like what's happened. I'm not rooting football for it. Football player-wise, but the you got to brace months. yourself for it. Nah, nah. It's football, man. You got to brace yourself for everything. Okay. He, he has made. Big picks in the past. I, I, everyone wants to be uh, informed by his 2008 pick of Akib Talib um, in 2008 with the Bucks. Similar position, uh, similar situation with the franchise. I think if we're going to talk about uh, guys who could uh, make a difference right away on our team, a quarterback could, and a quarterback could fall to us. And he, to me, I think, I think. I think he's looking for a better man. I do, I do think he is. He's looking for the best man. And I think a cornerback could end up being the best man. Corner. When, yeah, a cornerback. If Humphrey or Lattimore fall. Oh, you know how I feel, brother. I know that in the NFC East in the last couple months, if you look at the starting three receivers for the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles right now, those, those starting three nine guys have historically, their production has been just shy of 3,000 yards. They've had uh, 3,000 receptions, over 40,000 yards, and 310 touchdowns. We're going to have to guard some of these fools. We're going to have to get some guys that can run with the Alshon Jeffries, the Des Bryants, the Dell Beckhams, and Brandon Marshalls on the other side. Cornerback is not a problem for me. I'd love to have so, one. So I think Bruce Allen sees corner as a safe pick. I think I there's other know, safe picks. I just picks. don't know if it's something that we absolutely need. If you're going to go to the nope. defensive backs, it's going to be more of a safety. Well, if, there might be. If Malik Hooker or somebody like yeah, that is able might to be fall there. down to 17, I can see that. I just think that they have so much invested in the cornerbacks right now that there's other places that have to be addressed well, with we're your losing, first Well, we're choice. losing Breland, and we don't draft. know about Fuller. So, you know, we're hoping Fuller's back from one year from microfracture. And I think he will be. I mean, he is from the league. So we're expecting big things from him. But Breland was a big question mark last year, and he's in a contract year. I have no problem ever drafting more and more corners. I mean, I know what you're saying. Yes, a glaring need is at the safety spot. But cornerback, 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 these are the, these are the best athletes in the world. They are. Let's get one. If, if, Marlon, possibly, falls, possibly. if Marlon falls to us, he's going to push somebody onto the sidelines, probably. He's, I think he's probably that good. He's I mean, mean and nasty. He's physical. He brings it. He hits like a truck. He's not afraid. I, I don't mind that pick in the least. There's a lot of talent out there, but a cornerback is special, man. Cornerback is special. I, I, you, if you get the right guy, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're basically – let's keep in mind a couple of things. When we talk about Bruce Allen, I think he's looking for safety. In my heart of hearts, I believe he's praying for a trade-down opportunity. I think in, in many respects, he's a little bit gutless in that regard. I think he's, he'll take uh, – a deal for the appearance of 
dealing sometimes, and which I worry about. Um, but I also think that. Wait, can I just ask you a question? Is a friend of, is a friend of the devil really a friend of yours? Let's be honest. And is is Bruce Allen a friend of the devil? He, he he's got the haircut for it. <laughs> Look, I think you're right. The safe pick not talking about can be, the safe pick can be, or the safe decision is to trade because you're buying yourself time. You're buying yourself another pick. Everybody says, okay, that's fine. That's great. Move. That'd be sweet. The nightmare is if they trade the pick and then he Fs it up. That's the problem, okay? A lot of that responsibility on his nightmare. plate. Yeah. I think what he's truly praying for, though, Ken, is he wants one of those big guys, those big names, that is sort of the no-brainer first pick. Uh, first round pick to fall to us and then he doesn't really have to worry about where he is whether it's a safety a linebacker a deep lineman or or a running back he's wait he's praying for that to happen he, he's it, also not praying for that tough decision you know a mckinley or somebody like that where you, you just don't know if he's actually worth that 17th pick if you can get somebody else to trade down it is the safe way to go just and remember I be surprised if it happens at 17 you're talking about a four-year guy uh who's not going to crush your salary cap so if you can find a four-year starter at a position where you have need in the next year, then you're going to ha- – ha- you're going to – that's called – that's safety. You know, you're, if you're if, – for example, the guard Forrest Lamp. For example, you know, Marlon Humphrey. Um, if you take somebody – Forrest Lamp is your Pella. Yeah, we'll get to He's Forrest Lamp. You know, we, we, we talk about where uh, the this, this, this soft, dulcet tenors of uh, Tom Petty. Oh, lordy. Every year a player falls – Right out of the top of the of the draft. Sometimes you're lucky to get him, and sometimes you just weren't hearing what everyone else was laying down, and you take a guy you shouldn't take. Some people would say Josh Doxson is one of those two things, but this isn't about Josh. This isn't about Josh. This is about tonight. Who who's going to fall to us? Because well, that's what you're saying, T. I'm pretty sure we all know who we want to fall to us tonight, boys. Uh, there's a very averagely wise man at the bar tonight, and he likes to say football is a game of fight. So why not get the guy that delivers the overhand right blow directly to the jaw? Number 10 from Tuscaloosa. He brings that fight sideline to sideline. If he's available, do we celebrate? Do we just flip this table and have at it? Well, all right, someone else can flip a table. Maybe not this one. I mean, here's the problem with taking... I mean, there's problems with taking Ruben Foster. There's problems with taking him. I, 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 he's, he's no longer my uh, race to the podium guy at 17. Wah, wah, I know. Wah. I know. You save this for tonight after months and months of drooling all over him. You save this for tonight. Ruben Foster? We're, talk, we're talking about Ruben Foster. I think uh, Hooker might be available. At, if, if Hooker and Foster are both available, I'm taking Hooker in that scenario. Are, are you, you prepared guys? for Hooker to wait a year to be able to ready to play readily? The guy started one year. He's 20 years old. The guy's young, 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 raw. He's not ready to be plugged in right away unless we're ready for some big plays to happen against the Burgundy and Gold's defense. By the way. He's going to be a superstar, Ken. Forrest Lamp is going to fall. Forrest, a lot of people have Forrest Lamp going ahead Lamp. of him. Run, Forrest, run. I, I Get off Lamp. of Lamp. I love Lamp. Listen, he is being he, – he, a lot of people would say he won't even be there when we draft. And a lot of people what? have the Ravens taking him ahead of us. And if anyone is associating Ozzie Newsom with any player on the board, I'm okay with that. Well, I'm going to be equally as crazy and say, you know what? A person who could fall to us – no matter who it is, if they're from Alabama, which includes Jonathan Allen. I don't know if it's that far of a stretch that he Ooh. could fall. Ooh. That guy is 
a game changer. Over, under on Alabama. Uh, the line on Alabama players in the first round in Vegas is four and a half. Um, you have Allen, Foster, Howard, Cam Robinson. Um, Humphrey. And Humphrey. There's, there's your five. The, the only thing is some people were saying I, maybe Humphrey falls, maybe Foster falls. If Foster falls, he's fallen out of the round. Somebody is falling. I just don't know if they will fall far enough to 17. For Put it, your money for on over. An easy pick that looks bold by Bruce Allen. Five Alabama players will be taken in the first round. You still have a chance to get that bet in if you, if, if you bet. If you don't bet, Jeff, don't bet. You know what I'm saying? I mean... But you should. This is easy money, Jeff. Easy money. Just trying to give you some good stuff. So you're, let me ask you this. Would you take other guys? If Hooker, in fact, is someone who would fall to us, which I never thought in a million years would be the case 10 days ago, would you take Dalvin Cook or Malik Hooker? Oh. Because both of those guys are probably available for us. You know how I feel about Dalvin Cook, the same way his teammates feel about him, the same way his coach feels about him. The kid got coached as a freshman, showed up sophomore year with all the accolades, and they gave him a little bit of a break, and he had to go to the coaching staff and say, coach me as a freshman, man. You guys are being easy on me. They, that guy was on ESPN Sports Science as fast as John Ross in 20-yard clips with pads on in-game scenarios. This guy's a freak beast, and if you just want to know about it, pop in Dalvin Cook's highlights versus Clemson, the national champs. He made it look like he was rushing against the boys' club squad. He's really fast. So it's, 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 it's tough for me because Malik Hooker is a freak animal, but we're going to have to be patient while getting an all-pro eventually. So I, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook, man. I want someone to take it to the house in Landover. Aaron, if we had said in February that we would take Dalvin Cook over Malik Hooker on Hogshaven, we would have been run out and, and tarred and feathered. Not, not just it's people, not a bad idea. They tar and feather? I, I'm not against it. Yeah, they still do that. I, I'm not against it. You should really be careful. You do a lot of tar and featherable things. Against that. As great as, as great as Fat Rob was last year and as great that his story is coming from where he came from, he, let's, let's be honest, he's an undrafted free agent, okay? That's not a guy that you can really build your franchise around. You need a guy. That doesn't mean get rid of Rob. I think it fits in perfectly. We it, talked about it the I other agree. night with him. Absolutely. Right? He's not going Absolutely. anywhere. He's a he's a, a great value guy with the production that he can give. He is what and he, if he is. Can even squeeze it down a little bit, and he can be efficient with those. You give a little bit more to Cook, you know, and you got Thompson also to spell. He's been huge for this team too. I think that those three would be a monster. I think spending the pick on Cook and taking the the, the risk. Thankfully, I'm not the one that has to spend the millions of dollars. I'm great at spilling, uh, spending other people's money. Are you talking about our boy, so you Rob Kelly? Cook. I think it's an absolute... Our boy, friend of the show. Is definitely in play. Well, again, T, he's on the second year of a however long contract you want to pay an undrafted free agent. We're paying him nothing. He, we're, you're talking about a guy just what we just ran for 700-plus yards. Right. I mean... Th this he, audio is going to come back to haunt T and I. If you're, because in three years, Malik Hooker is going to be... An absolute freak. I know it. But, gosh, I want to see this offense with Jay Gruden, who we just re-signed, the offensive guru. Let's get a freak like that in the backfield, hand him the rock, and let him have at it. Well, I mean, I'm just looking. Listen, I just pulled up Casserly's mock draft up today. And around six at 16, he's got Reuben Foster, 17, Malik Hooker, and Dalvin Cook at 19. So all these guys can very easily be in the mix. And I think that that is going to be a tough decision you got guys like that there, you're not trading. 
you've got to just buckle down and you got to make a choice. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, I, I'm not going to be I'm going to be okay with any of those three. It, well, it, it, I'm okay with that fast twitch. Go ahead, Ken. I was just saying, you see that the real um, kind of like the real question going into this draft as McLovin exits and Bruce Allen takes center stage is how much power does Jay Gruden have on draft day? At the end of the day, Dan Snyder has held all the power. If all it's Forrest time. Lamp, not so much. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm no, just saying. I'll tell you right now, Forrest Lamp is a Bruce Allen pick. Bruce Allen, right. Bruce Allen pick. Right. But, not, a, not a Jay. But right. just keep in mind, you just re-signed. You just extended your first head coach in the history of Dan Snyder's tenure as owner. He's an offensive coordinator at heart. This is his... This is his bread and butter. Hey, if our offense doesn't perform, he's fired because he's an offensive guy. But if Jay Gruden has any say in what decisions are being made tonight after the quote that he had on Sheriff, no offense to Sheriff, and I don't think he meant it either, but he's like, you don't spend your first-round pick on a guard and then a guy that doesn't play. You're not going to spend your third pick in or after that on we're, another guard. We're only going to ever happen if we're only gonna ever be glad whatsoever. we drafted Sheriff. It's only going to, we're only ever going to be happy about Absolutely, that. Absolutely, but I don't think you're going to do it again. You got to find a higher value pick oh, somewhere oh, where the, I would, the, the positions demanded. I would. Forrest Lamp, I would bring Forrest Lamp on, onto my team in a second. I would call it a safe pick. I would call but it you're gut, hurt, you're somewhat gutless. You're yourself somewhere else. I'm going to embrace every single name we've discussed so far, to tell you the truth. It's fun to talk about nitpick, but everyone we're talking about, there's a lot of talent. This, this draft is loaded. So that's the other thing. So if, if Bruce Allen is successful in trading down, um, and he, and he ga- gathers picks, he's gathering picks in what many people are calling one of the deepest drafts in, in, a, in, the, in a long time. That, and that's why I'm okay if they go Dalvin Cook, you know, go an offensive player like that, because you can get quality starter guys that can, can be very productive in this draft on the D-line, second, third, fourth rounds. You know, where they're more value for their pick there, but they are also quality enough to provide to provide you some playing time right away. Yeah. We do have we do have the first pick of the NFL draft coming up. We will be covering that. We, we the Caps are uh, looking great. We're gonna we're just gonna let them pitch their pitch their game. Um, who's going first overall? I think it's. Uh, been That's decided. been a no-brainer for a long time. Garrett, right? Oh Garrett? yeah, Garrett. There's I mean they haven't really even. He's never moved. There's been no wavering. He's, he's only gotten more solidified because of all the guys that now are showing up certain things, you know, bad drug tests and stuff like that. They're falling down even more. It's just solidifying. His diluted body. samples. Yeah, diluted yeah, samples. Been, it's been diluted. Get, hey, yeah. you're, you're, you're a legal department member. Dilute, dilute samples. We, we, we actually tested everyone on the way in. We, 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 there's a lot of diluted samples in this, in this building. Matt Warren, you're going to need to uh, re- be retested. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that? Oh, I, I think Matt Morn. Matt, Matt yeah. Morn, are you there? We're gonna we're gonna need you to be. Matt Morn can't hear at all. <laughs> uh, can can anyone? No, I don't know. <laughs> can you hear? So the Cleveland Browns failed to convince the world that they wanted Mitch Trubisky. My uh, next question is, who takes Mitch Trubisky? And is he the first it's quarterback not off the board? It's going to be some, San Francisco. It's some, not. Sorry, San, Zach. As much as you want it to be. Mitchell. It's not Mitch. It's Mitchell, by the way. What did I say? And he's from Carolina. It's not Mitch? And he decided to say, I'm no longer Mitch. I'm Mitchell. So oh whoever God. gets him has to deal with that. It's a terrible no, way to start your, terrible way to start your NFL career. I bet he loves Mitchell. pimento cheese on saltines. Mitchell, knock it off right there. Mitchell. That's Matt Seal can't hear either. an entire extra syllable. It's not going to be San Francisco as much as you want it to be, Ken. It doesn't mean 
anything. Well, I, I, I think anything. Deshaun Watson's the first quarterback off the board. I think you have to be board. comfortable with the fact, and we're not going to get into it now, but there's going to be another quarterback in San Francisco next year. Get out of here. His name won't be Kirk Cousins. But let's, let's move a little bit away from Redskins for please, a second. Please, We don't always just talk about the Redskins, but when we do, we, we generally fight. Um, the D.C. sports fan is, first of all... It has, is unbelievable. Has a great life is it right not, now. Is it unbelievable D.C. sports scene right now, especially on the pro level? The I Nats mean, have scored 1,000 runs in the last two days. Give me a break. All have you, coach. Just under 1,000. Have, just have under any of you seen this before? JD. Where it's this balanced and this high. And, you, know, you got so many people playing. I mean, so many teams playing for the, you know. All winning. On the average Titles. day, we always talk about the average daily fan experience as one of our James, James Dorsetti's here somewhere. He's our stats man. He ca- he's calculating our average daily fan experience, which is at its all-time highest level. You, if you turn on the TV to watch a DC team play, almost every night you're watching somebody win. That's that's and that's a fact. You can go back all, all month, and it's been it's a long stop. time as, awesome. as far as I'm concerned that we, that's happened. We had our first you know? trifecta last week. We, we deserve for those. Oh yes, we did. Yes, we did. Three we wins by DC it. sports teams. Watching the Nats last night, the way that they're raking the ball, the way that they're playing together, it, it's I, that is fantastic baseball but, right now. But just put yourself for a second in. So, as much as the Redskins drive everything sports related in DC. And as awesome as the Wizards are, and, and deservedly so, and they're ahead 3-2 against the Hawks, um, and even though the Redskins are drafting tonight, the Cavs in the playoffs, that's, t- for, for your, if you're a hardcore DC sports fan, that's where your head, that's where your head's at, that's where your heart's at tonight, that's where your stomach's at. I mean, Cavs, Penguins, listen, I, I, we don't want to, we don't want to really, we, I've tried not to talk about it for the last week. Th- this is, this is the most stressful sports thing I think you, what, you got the bubble guts on this one yeah that, absolutely really? this is the most stressful DC sports thing right now and not, it's not just Caps it in the playoffs it should be stressful it's sports it's for yeah, entertainment ask every Caps fan who's who, you know who you know you watch listen well, we, that might be because of what they eat at the game but <laughs> all season long we've been watching this team dominate in fact for two straight seasons and, and, and I'm not the guy to 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 let the postseason, you know, losses linger, um, and I haven't li- lingered there all season long. But not only are we back in the playoffs, yes, we got through a round, and yes, that matters. But we're right back at the scene of the crime, right this very second. So, th- this is the most—I think this is the most stressful thing for DC sports right now. It's the nature of the beast. Playoff yeah. hockey—it's grueling. It's, it's grueling. grueling. What it's I awesome. called for the other night, I called for the DC Grand Slam. You imagine some sort of championship in every single sport, back to back to back to back. The I mean, DC the slam, odds, you're calling it the DC I'm calling slam. Calling it the DC slam. Okay. May not happen this year, but we're in a stretch here where it could happen back to back to back to back with both football, basketball, baseball. And I love hearing this from hockey. you. I want to put hashtag T DC slam. I like it. Because you've been slamming DC sports left and no, right. I haven't. No, 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 no. Rightly so, to your. I'm more of the optimist. You're, you're, you're more of the pessimist. Historically, historically, yes. But I, I'm, I'm all in on the DCT slam. I'm in. Let's do it. I put this song in for T. Kevin. I give him a little, you know, put a smile on his face. Make give him a little, Mr. Brightside, Mr. Optimistic. Yeah. He, I think of all three of us, T is the the most secretive optimist among I'm us. I'm the curmudgeon. Of no, history? I'm. I think you. I think it's an act. Oh yeah. 
Oh, it's an act? Yeah, I think it's an act. I think I'm just bracing myself. I mean, yeah. I grew up in a time when everything was great or felt you great. You grew up in a... Dude, you're not a hundred. No, 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 no. Just because no. you're, you're wearing a suit doesn't mean you're our grandfather. Years, my formative years. used to roll four miles great, to school every morning. Sorry. I was used to championships. I was used to Super Bowls. Okay? Good and then now. there's been a stretch where there's really been nothing. Right? And so I feel like it, you, you've been conditioned that way to just wait for the, for the shit to hit the fan. It always does. It always does. What the, what the hell's wrong but with we're you, at man? a place no, I, where I, it's it not always happening. Does. We deal with it. We deal with it. We're, but we're, we have... Every, every fan base has, like, the stuff they have to ha- deal with. No, no one else has Snyder. You know, no one else has to... Sure they do. No. 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 There's, there's, I mean, look right at the street. Bashadi's not Snyder. No, Bashadi's one of the best. No, Angelos and Snyder are each you other. You go up and down 95. Yeah, you go, okay, go, you go up 95, you can get that guy. That's true. But I don't think every t- town has a Snyder. Maybe a lot, too. Not every. Um, and, and, but, but the things that we're most worked up about, like, okay, I, I'll take being worked up about being in the second round against the Penguins because that means we're in the second round of the playoffs. I'll, I'll deal with that. But dealing with some of the other shenanigans that the Redskins fans have had to deal with over the last, just the last year, but also the last 20, um... I mean, when we started this wizard season, I think Kevin was the oh, one. Oh, it was abysmal. Bailing you us out. You guys remember that? I mean, I remember after about and 10 who, and, who said, and who said? And who said? Hang and on. Right this year John off. Wall exists. Hang on. John Wall's here. We still have John Wall as he dunks left-handed on everyone's face. But what I'm, it's just so distracting. Matt Steele in his pink shorts wearing Doc Siders with no socks. Somebody help me out here. He looks We great. went from John Wall to Matt Steele. He looks John great. Wall... Obviously, I've done that before, going from John Wall to Matt Seal. But go ahead, go on. I like that. No, no, I'm just saying. This guy, talk about being a DC sports fan. If you love the point guard position, you get to watch this guy get down and dirty and nasty. It's ridiculous. This guy puts it out there every night and dunks left-handed always. He's bigger, faster, stronger than every point guard we go up against. I mean, him and Russell Westbrook would be the only conversation of elite athlete in the universe, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe LeBron James too. But we got John Wall, and that's why we win at home every time he sets steps on court in the playoffs this year. J-Dubs. There's a difference in the way he's playing I love Beal, obviously, but I love Wall more. Of course. Of course. Beal's amazing. There's a difference in the way that Wall's playing. There's a difference in the way that the Wizards are playing. And once again, the guy that we do not get enough credit to is Brooks. Scotty Brooks. Scotty Brooks. Who's the best coach right now of the four coaches? Has got to be the biggest difference in this Wizards team. It's pretty much the same Is Scotty Brooks the best coach in D.C.? I, I think he's in the running for coach of the. I mean, for yeah, for coach no, no, no of the forget year. that. Who's the best of the four coaches? Barry Trotz, Scotty Brooks. You're Jake gonna have Rudin. a hard time convincing anyone in this room that it's not, it's not Barry Trotz. But you know how I feel about Dusty. Poor Jay. Poor Jay's getting screwed. No, in this Jay, deal. Jay's not. He's not top four. I mean, he's. I mean, I'm sorry. He's not our. He's not. He's not number one. I mean, to me, Dusty's. Dusty's pretty damn close to being the best thing we got. Uh, also, because of the experience, you got to give it to him. But Rook of the Year is definitely going to go to Brooks. Hey, he invented the high five. We have to check. We have to chuck that into the Yeah, mix. that actually puts you at the top of just about any list, really. Like, who invented the pound fist? Like, oh, that I, Jim Wetzel. Did, did Jim did Wetzel by, invent the pound I fist? Did by accident. I you was did trying it? To, there was a spider on someone's hand. <laughs> I did it. I did do that. Who is going to be, be the cool. next DC team to, to win a title? The, to be known as the guy that invented the high five. I thought 
It's I a, thought it just existed. It's a hell of a lot better than being the guy who invented the ass slap. I'll tell you that right now. Someone's like, look at that ass. Nice play. Just one sheep. Let huh? me give it one little spank. <laughs> just, just one, one little just pop. Just one sheep. All right. Hockey players don't pat each other, smack each other on the ass. That, that, that's the one of the major four that don't do it. I, yeah. I, Chris, soccer? Chris Schaefer. Soccer ass slaps or no soccer ass slaps? No? Yes? He's saying no. No? Okay, he's saying no. All right. I guess not. No ass slaps in soccer? We don't have any ass slaps in hockey, but do we have ass slaps in soccer? We had them in football, we got them in baseball and basketball. All right. Nick Jackson invented the long stick midi ass slap. Somewhere in the state of Maryland on a mountain, from what I understand. Okay, I'll take that. I, I just, I know it's weird that hockey has 0% ass slap. There's not a, there's, you will never see an ass slap in hockey. Nah. They got too much padding. There's a lot of ass slap talk. What, what the hell? What's, what's going on who over started? here in the drive? No, it's a little midnight ride. No, I said who midnight did start it? Got it. I blame Ian. You said I ass just asked the question. Personally. I think. And Sean. You I blame you as well, quick? Sean. <laughs> just a little, a little, a little slappy make yeah, daddy happy? Over no? a little bit. No? All right. Are you guys okay? Do you guys want me to turn the lights off in this area? Are you good? I'm good. You if you're okay, I'm okay. Just remember, it's not the basement. We're actually not in my basement right no, now. I, you I, two I, are the ones sweating. I don't know why. I mean, uh, yes, that it's is because you true. can't sweat, bro. Sorry. Yes. yes, that's why it is. Oh. Unbelievable. Pardon me for playing the non-quadriplegic card, but uh, we, you know, oh, what's I'm coming. I'm dripping. Watch what you say. <laughs> Damn it! Every time I walk into it, you walk into it. Yeah. That's nice, Ken. I Very know. nice. Every time. Every time. You can defend yourself or you need me here. No, I'm just going to listen to you two sound like idiots. That started a year and a half ago. It's, it it's apparently you like it. <laughs> and Walker, you look good, brother. Looking real good tonight, bud. Rocking the Almost red. Almost as good as T. Walker rocks the red. Cleveland, why are they still on the clock? He's one of the biggest DC sports fans I've I, I've ever come into contact with. There he Let's is. Just take Miles Garrett and get it over with. This is what's. You want to have a knowledgeable conversation with somebody about DC sports? Stephen Walker is your man. Stephen, who are the Redskins drafting? I will trade with you right now, brother. Who are we drafting? <laughs> Until about eleven thirty. Then you need then you need subtitles. But he still knows his stuff. Also, over the years, I've learned how to decipher. <laughs> Does anyone want to take a gander at who the Redskins you are going to draft? You speak Walker? That's awesome. Is, is this thing even on? Wait a second. I don't even... It's like it's not even on. Aaron, who are we drafting? Aaron Lesher, <laughs> what do you got? Who are we drafting? He's at Ruben Foster. I hope that's He's, who we're drafting, but I feel one like... One of them's going to be there. I feel like Hassan Reddick is going to be wearing burgundy and gold if Ozzy doesn't take him to pick before. That's my ideal. That's, that's just what I've decided in my head is going to happen. And that's fine. All six foot one, two thirty-seven of them. We're getting Forrest Lamp. He what? I, see, I don't want it to sound like Forrest Lamp is the only answer for me. Like Ryan Kelly last year was the only answer for me. That's no, not this Forrest is your Lamp. Ryan Kelly. He's not my Ryan Kelly. He's yes, not. He is. He's my. Who is your Ryan? He's Kelly? my BPA. He's my best player. My, my Ryan. Well, I mean, in in some cases, Ryan Kelly is my Ryan Kelly. Well, he's not available this That's year. That's true. That's right. Well, you know, I try to. It's Forrest Lamp. I mean, the Pat Elfline and Ethan Pochich are the two top centers. They're not going in the first round. Um, I do, I do think people have said that we will consider they're not likely to be there Elfline. for somebody you want to take. You, you got to start beefing up on defense to, in the yeah. back end of this draft. There's zero excuse for us not to start taking again power five, upperclassmen, defensive linemen that will start for us right away. That will be there and will start for us. 
We need Davin Thomason in the third round. We might need to trade up to get him. He's the only guy without eight million warts. Let's hope we get him. Third round, Davin Thomason, somehow, some way. If we don't, you love him. You've made me love him. He's I, he's definitely athletic. Yeah. James Dorsett is Dalvin Tomlinson athletic? He says maybe a little bit. He, I just think he has the most upside. All these guys' warts are uh, too small. No, not 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 great against the run, but better good hands. No, no. He, he's a he's an old school Daryl Grant, Dave Butts type cat that we can have and, and hold and keep. I told James, it's not just about the cone, the three cone drill. But he just that's all he, that's all it is for him. He just all he cares about is cones. That's Everyone it. loves the cone. You gotta drill. see. You, you know got, what? Here we go. Whoever boys. gets Mitchell Trubisky is gonna go get a great cone Mitchell drill. Trubisky. A great cone drill guy. It's Miles Garrett. Cleveland Browns are definitely gonna take Miles Garrett. No, Cleveland always likes to make everyone chuckle. Come on, Cleveland, the only good do it thing again. Is you yeah, it's Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, there he goes. I mean, he's a monster, and if you're picking number one, he's probably the safest guy. Well, I said Jamal Adams was the best player in this draft. Ah, he's an absolute dominator. I love him. Whoever takes him is getting the best player in this draft. Um, But it's not going to be us. We almost had a goal, too, at the same time. Before we completely transition back to football, it's been a a couple of seconds on the Nats and the Wiz. Wiz first, they're up 3-2. We talked about John Wall. We talked about Bradley Beal and Scott Brooks. The Wizards are going to have an interesting situation because... If when you get past, if you get past, when you get past Atlanta, and you take on Boston, when, not when, if, when we take on Boston, it's it not will, yeah. it's not quite our our Caps Penguins scenario, but I think the I think the I think the Caps want, I'm, I'm sorry, I think the Wizards want the Celtics, and I'm worried about it's a be careful what you wish for scenario. Well, right now the only problem with the Wizards is they're getting thin. Okay, uh, where's your boy Mahimi, right? Yeah, that guy well, really has not panned out this year very well at all, and right now he's hurt, and then now Jason Smith's hurt. No, he panned hurt. out as a backup. He wasn't supposed now, to be a starter. But, but, but Jason Smith's hurt now. Two they calves. Both like of them have calves. Oh, no. He but got I'm paid. just saying, I'm no, worried that they're no, thin. got starter money. But they're thin, and they're going to have to go small, and they're not going to have all the matchups that they want or be able to spell Gortat. Yeah, the, but what uh, happened last night? They put Boyan, my Boyan, at the stretch four. And, uh, and we pulled out the sustain- W. I'm, I'm hoping it's sustainable. It's just a no, matter of... No, we need Jason Smith bodies. or Mahimi. You're, you're right. losing bodies. No, we do. Of course. You're getting thinner, right? You're getting into no the doubt. more important no part doubt. of the playoffs. And if you're getting thinner, that can't be a good thing. But they're still balling. They're still playing great. I think Beal, Wall, and, and Otto Porter. I, I love Oubre right now. I think Oubre is... He's going to be good, man. He, yeah. he could become one of the top three at some he's, point. He, he, I hope so. I hope so because... Uh, our boy uh, Otto is only averaging 10 and 5, and I love him, but five games of 10 and 5 is not max money. Nope. It's just, it's just not. Otto's. 49ers trade the pick to the Bears. So the, Bears are, the Bears are going quarterback. Yeah. Are they, are they going Mitchell or Deshaun? Oh, That's the take question. Mitchell. They're definitely taking Mitchell. Take Mitchell. Take him. Can you believe wow. how much money they just spent on Jake Cutler to be the greatest Hold Bears on. quarterback they got, ever? They just, got, uh, they just got Glennon. They just signed Glennon. Yeah, but you guys don't want Glennon, Chicago. <laughs> I mean, I would trade up for Jamal Adams, but I don't think the Bears are trading up for Jamal Adams. I think they're trading up for a quarterback. Jamal Adams is one of the best football players we've seen in recent years at the position. All right, here's your here's your Nats question. Look, someone's smiling. Someone's cheesing in the green room. Solomon, Solomon. Thomas. Well, he's he's 
He's looking to go two or three or four. He's on a lot of mocks as number two. Here, here's your next he question. He knows something nobody else does. Look Is the that. National League MVP race a two-man race off the same roster between Bryce Harper and Trey Turner? <laughs> I think I think. Well, what that about Daniel Murphy, buddy? What I, about Scherzer? We got Well, they're not going to be MVP. They're not going to win. <laughs> the and, MVP. and the guy with the you most have, home runs and RBIs of everyone. You have potentially three. The captain. Three or four the Hall of Famers. But when you look at when you look Zimmerman, at Zimmerman, brother. I know, I know. But when you look Keep at keep on swinging that bat, buddy. Trey Turner does things Zimmerman can't. Bryce Harper does things none of them do. So I, does Scherzer. Yeah, but Scherzer got Cy Young last year. He's not going to get an MVP. Uh, he's not going to get an MVP. But it's not it's, fair to everybody else who hasn't gotten a trophy. They have done Cy Young MVP combined. What was Dennis Eckersley the last one? Something like that, maybe. I believe our starting rotation is 14-1. and one. I yeah. thought it was I the mean, best person well, Our bullpen's getting crushed, but our starting pitching is ridiculous. The, it's going to be know, a fun summer, whatever it is. You know what's gonna, hey, I know the Deceiver's yeah. going to have a fun-ass summer down on, uh, on Half Street at the bullpen. Yeah, There's going to be are. a lot of happy folks coming to listen to us, some great music. No doubt about that. I, 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 my biggest fear is that there's so many awesome players on the Nats that it's hard to call any one of them the most valuable because if we if we didn't have one of them no it's Bryce Harper yeah it's Bryce Harper <laughs> I mean come on alright okay I'm trying to you know be, be, there are people out there right now saying Trey Turner will win it he could Na- national writers he I'm, could he could uh, and sorry to all you Orioles fans out there I know there's some in your in your household Kevin from your family but I was talking to an Orioles fan today and I said I was just I was, I was feeling proud about my Nats I was feeling proud about the way that they played last night the way that they're playing right now and I was feeling good about it he's probably one of the biggest homer Baltimore sport people I know and I said they're one of the best te- they're their best team in baseball he goes if they played in our league they'd be middle of the I've heard it forever and I, I, wanted, we don't, to, we don't I have, wanted to mow him down. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Year in, year out. But all you got to say to him is this. In all of Major League Baseball, not just the National League, I was saying that. Bryce Harper is the number one average, second in runs, first in hits, third in home runs, Bless first you. in RBIs, first in on-base percentage, first in walks, and third in doubles. Well, Are we not kidding? First, you're last. Kidding? I'm sorry. I, I, so Trey Turner's got some work to do. He's got some work to do if he's going to catch up to that stat, that stat line. He's... He's catching up. If you've watched the last three games of Trey Turner, he's played about 10 games worth of stats. Mm. He almost hit for the cycle two games in a row. All he does is get on base, score runs, and, and for whatever reason, hit for power. What's up with that? What's up with that? I mean, I love it, but Bryce is so nice. Bryce is so nice. All right, let's go. Let's, let's, let's circle back to the Redskins. Uh, I think... No trades have been announced. No trade. I don't think a trade is necessarily imminent. I think if we're going to trade down, it won't happen until much, much closer to when the Redskins pick, which will probably be at this point somewhere around 10. We'll be back to cover that, obviously, here. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to do a lot of, um, I guess we're going to do, do some, we're, 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 we, we got, got giveaways. T- we, got, we got prizes. We got giveaways. Prizes. We got Jeff, Jeff Clay in, in the house for some WCAC talk. Uh, Mud Wrestle Matt Seal next summer, 15 bucks. Raffle tickets will be sold at intermission of the Caps Penguins. No? Sure. Maybe. Yeah, yeah why not? I wanted to see if, if the Chicago Bears... Their pick is in, they said. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm going to say quarterback. 
And I'm going to say no? Is it it Salma Salma since it's already been announced? Okay. Thanks a lot, Aaron. Appreciate that. Could have given me a heads up on Solomon Thomas. You know, Aaron's always keeping you in line. You need that over at Hall too. I want to say, oh, what do we got? Oh, oh, wow. That's a halfway decent haul. Bears 49ers trade. Third overall, third and fourth this year. And all right, there he is. Is that T-Stracken? No, it's Roger Goodell. Oh, my God. They look a lot. From this angle, it's tremendous. What confused you? The guy walking that threw you off? You know this always stymies me. You always do that. I finally got him. See that? He was trying to get me. Mitchell! Uh, Mitchell! Guess what? JD. Guess what? Mitchell Trubisky is the number two pick. Oh, my goodness. Good luck, Chicago. You spend all your time. Sorry, Glennon. The, The NFL draft is all about talking yourself into drafting a quarterback that's not good enough to be drafted in that spot. So look, there's some there's some pundits out there, yeah. some experts that are saying four quarterbacks could go in the first round. Yeah. I think that's absurd. Yeah. Oh, there's four with this class. If Kaiser goes, and yet and yet we we want to send Kirk Cousins to the curb. We spent an entire show not talking about Kirk. Maybe we'll maybe we'll keep it that way. Yeah, oh. we'll save it for later. We've got to find out what's going to happen first. Mitchell Trubisky. I'm going to love playing Chicago because I don't think he's going to have... All I know is I just saw Doug McKinney walk directly under the dance floor. And God, what a, what a great friend of the show. My man. How are you, brother? I want to definitely make sure that we say thank you to Caddies for hosting the Audible this evening. Yep. I want to once again thank the Deceivers for providing... You're in for a treat a now, guys. Of, nice little... Nice little back, backdrop soundtrack to the Audible tonight. I want to say thank you to everyone for coming out. We're not done. We're, this is just the end of uh, the Audible, tonight's show, the Audible. Uh, once we finish this, um, we got a bunch of prizes to give away. We'll give those away. Uh, we're going to talk to Jeff Clay about the WCAC, and we're going to come back when the Redskins pick. He is Tim Strachan. Thank you, sir. He is Kevin Ricca. They are the deceivers. And this was the audible. Thank you.